This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we worked and the stigma of failure in an industry systemically designed for you to fail. Join us as we dive into the real life stories of survivors, experts, and advocates to debunk the common myths and fallacies of cults, scams, and multi-level marketing. Hey, Hanbots and Hanbros. I've got another bonus episode. Um, I've been meaning to sort of look into this, but you know, the holidays, everything was planned out and I wasn't able to sort of change what I wanted to do. Um, And so I've just been gathering information for episodes that are coming out. And this was something that I wanted to do. And I was like, of course it comes out like when all of my episodes are scheduled and planned Um, and I don't have as much flexibility, but I wanted to talk to you guys about chat GPT. And I'm not sure if you guys have heard this or not, or, or, or if you're Uh, living under a rock or what, I couldn't get away from this, this holiday season, even the the Christmas parties that I went to, people were asking me about chat GPT and whether or not I had tried it and what I thought about AI and all this stuff. So I know sometimes there are a lot of ethical conundrums about AI. And the fact that AI is getting so advanced that it can actually replace human people. And so you know, not only do we have sort of these AI generators where you put a couple pictures of your face and outcome hundreds of different art styles, which, you know, <laughs> are actual people's art styles that are being taken, stolen, and not being compensated for. And as somebody who is an independent artist and creates content, you know, I understand there's this blurred line where we have to be responsible with AI, right? Like we can't be screwing people over. Um, And so I wanted to check out ChatGPT. I wanted to see what it was, if I could utilize it in any way as like a digital assistant to help me with things. You know, in the beginning, you really don't know what it is. And I wasn't really sure. The sample question it gave me was, you know, like, what's a theme for a kid's birthday party or something like that? And um, I decided to jump in with MLM stuff because I'm like, how can I use this on the podcast? Can this be a research assistant? Can this be like funny commentary? I was just really curious. And as being somebody who has a podcast that interviews people, I sort of interviewed the chat GPT. And um, it was an interesting conversation. And so I wanted to share what I experienced in my first hour <laughs> talking to the chat GPT AI and seeing um, what comes up. And so I asked it three different things. One, I asked it to tell me a story about someone who loses in an MLM. Then I asked it to tell me a story of somebody who wins in an MLM. I don't know what to call it, right? I mean, I figure it's winning. <laughs> like Only like 1% of people actually get it. So I figured that's winning, right? And then I asked it, to tell me about the history of Amway. And then we sort of kind of got into this argument about Amway. (laughs) 
And I was like, I'm arguing with the computer right now. I need to step away. And so um, I wanted to share these conversations with my new computer assistant. And um, you guys can let me know if I should hire them or not. (laughs) Because as advanced as AI is, um, it's hard to talk to a robot when trying to have an emotional or opinionated conversation in which you will find out because um, the computer had to continue to remind me that it was a computer and did not have a personal opinion about MLMs. (laughs) Anyway, um, so here we go. (laughs) Okay, I typed in, tell me a story about a woman who loses in an MLM. And this is what ChatGPT came back with. Sure. Here's a story about a woman named Sarah who loses in an MLM. Sarah was a single mother struggling to make ends meet when a friend of hers introduced her to a new opportunity called MLM, or multi-level marketing. Sarah was immediately intrigued. The idea of being able to earn income by selling products and recruiting others to do the same seemed like a perfect solution to her financial woes. Sarah threw herself into the MLM with enthusiasm, attending meetings, learning about products, and recruiting friends and family to join the team. She worked hard, putting in long hours and making countless sales. Despite her efforts, however, Sarah just couldn't seem to get ahead. She barely broke even, and the more she worked, the further behind she seemed to fall. She began to doubt herself and her ability to succeed in the MLM. Feeling discouraged and exhausted, Sarah eventually made the difficult decision to leave the MLM. It was a tough pill to swallow, but she knew it was the right thing to do for her and her family. Sarah learned a valuable lesson through her experiences with the MLM. Sometimes, no matter how hard we try, things just don't work out. But she also learned that it was okay to admit defeat and move on. And she was stronger for having tried. (sighs) So much of this is total bullshit. Okay, anyway, let's hear the story about the woman who wins in an MLM. So then I asked ChatGVT, tell me a story about a woman who makes a lot of money in an MLM. Sure. Here's a story about a woman named Sarah who makes a lot of money in an MLM. It's the same. Do you think it's the same Sarah? I don't know. Let's find out. And I also think it's funny that both Huns are named Sarah. Sorry to all the Sarahs out there. They were both Sarah with an H, though, if that makes a difference. (laughs) Sarah was a stay-at-home mom with two young children, and she was always looking for ways to earn extra money. But she didn't want to leave her kids in daycare or miss out on any of their milestones. That's when she heard about multi-level marketing, also known as network marketing. MLM is a business model where individuals sell products or services and earn a commission, not only on their own sales, but also on the sales of people they recruit to join the business. Sarah was skeptical at first, but she did some research and found that many people had great success with MLMs. Sarah decided to give it a try and joined a company that sold, oh my God, natural health and wellness products. I mean, I feel like at this point, every MLM has a natural health and wellness line. (laughs) But again, what with the wellness? Why was it a wellness company? Anyway, she loved the products and was excited to share them with others. She started by reaching out to her friends and family. And before she knew it, she had recruited a small team of people who were also interested in selling the products. Sarah worked hard and was dedicated to helping her team succeed. She provided them with training and support, and she held regular meetings to discuss strategies and share success stories. She also used social media to connect with potential customers and promote the products. 
Before long, Sarah was making a steady income from her MLM business. She was able to contribute significantly to her family's finances, and she even earned a few trips and bonuses as rewards for her hard work. She was grateful for the opportunity to work from home and spend quality time with her kids while also pursuing her own financial goals. Sarah's MLM business continued to grow, and she eventually became one of the top earners in her company. She was proud of the success she had achieved and was grateful for the flexible and fulfilling career that MLM had provided her. Bullshit! Bullshit! <laughs> So that winter cold and trying to get over. Wow. I mean, what's the difference between Sarah number one and Sarah number two? Like, nothing. Nothing. Except luck, right? They were both vulnerable. Sarah number two was a stay-at-home mom with young kids who didn't want to miss out on the milestones. And Sarah number one was a single mother struggling to make ends meet. So they're both vulnerable. Sarah, number one, threw herself into the MLM with enthusiasm. She attended meetings. She learned about the products. She recruited friends and family. She worked hard. She put in long hours and she made countless sales. And Sarah, number two, worked hard and was dedicated to helping her team succeed. She provided them with training and support. She held meetings to discuss strategies and share success stories. And she used social media. Maybe it was the social media. I don't think Sarah, number one, used social media. Maybe that's maybe that's the difference here. And I do find it strange in like an AI chat that when I asked for someone that lost, it's the same sob story. And when I ask for someone that won, it's that same inspirational rah-rah story that you hear on stage. It's just, it's so formulaic that an AI chat bot can write it and make it sound like every other fucking story we've ever heard. That's like how predictable this business model is. Mm, okay, so I just thought this was funny how there's literally no difference in these stories, except one of them wins and one of them loses. And they both worked hard and they both, it's this, oh my God. Whew. So then I got a little angry at the chat GPT and I was like, mm, okay, well, I need some historical stuff. Let's talk about actual things and not just Sarah's doing MLMs. So I opened up a new chat and I wrote... Tell me the history of Amway. And I thought I was going to go walk away, make some coffee, come back. The chat was done typing this tiny paragraph before I could even think of my next question. So I said, tell me the history of Amway. And ChatGPT says, Amway is a multi-level marketing company that was founded in 1959 by Jay Van Andel and Richard DeVos. The company sells a variety of products, including health, beauty, and home care products. Amway is based in Ada, Michigan, and operates in more than 100 countries around the world. The company is known for its direct sales business model, in which independent Amway business owners sell products directly to consumers. Amway has faced controversy over the years, including allegations of operating a pyramid scheme and making false or misleading claims about its products. However, the company has consistently denied these allegations and has remained a successful and influential player in the direct sales industry. So then I asked... What happened with Amway and the FTC? Again, I'm thinking quite a bit of information. And again, a tiny little paragraph. And ChatGPT says, Amway has had a number of legal disputes with the Federal Trade Commission over the years. In 1979, the FTC brought a case against Amway, alleging that the company was operating a pyramid scheme. Amway argued that it was a legitimate direct sales company, and the case was eventually dismissed. In 2010, the FTC reached a settlement with Amway over allegations 
that the company made false or misleading claims about its business opportunity and the income that could be earned by participating in the Amway business. As part of the settlement, Amway agreed to pay $56 million and to restructure its business to ensure that it would not make such claims in the future. More recently, in 2018, so eight years later, <laughs> the FTC reached a settlement with Amway's parent company, AltaCore, after allegations that the company made false or misleading claims about the health benefits of its Neutralite dietary supplements. You know, the uh, alfalfa pellets that Carl Renborg made in his garage. Misleading claims about the health benefits? I mean, <laughs> what? Uh, but AltaCore agreed to pay $150 million as part of the settlement. So over 200 million in eight years, 206 million to be exact, $206 million over eight years to prove that they're not a pyramid scheme. I don't know any other company that would pay $206 million to the regulatory board that oversees their activities to be like, no, we're not a pyramid scheme. See, here's another million. Swear to God, man. That is how the world works. That is how the world works. I've been watching a lot of Bo Burnham this past week. Because I have so much extra free time when you take time off for yourself. And I'm like, I'm going to watch stand-up comedy that I've already seen anyway. <laughs> then I decided to get a little more personal with the chat GPT. And I asked them, how much money have Amway distributors lost? ChatGPT comes back and says, it's difficult to quantify how much money Amway distributors have lost as a vast majority of Amway distributors do not make any money from their efforts. I'm sorry that I'm laughing. I'm trying to be compassionate, but the freaking ChatGPT knows that no one in Amway makes money. Uh, we've been screaming this from the rooftops. I don't know how many episodes on Amway I have, but like, if the AI chat knows too, it's just funny to me. And I apologize. I apologize to everybody listening that was a part of Amway, that lost money with Amway. I'm hoping you're laughing with me and we're laughing together because I'm definitely not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the chat GPT. Um, okay, so it's difficult to quantify how much money Amway distributors have lost as the vast majority of Amway distributors do not make any money for their efforts. In fact, a large percentage of Amway distributors actually lose money as the costs of participating in the business often exceed any revenue that is generated. And we know that, right? Because of all the classes and books and tapes and all of the ridiculous things that you have to buy and all of the events you have to go to, we all know this. According to a study by the Consumer Awareness Institute, more than 99% of Amway distributors do not make enough money to qualify for commissions from Amway. And the median income for Amway distributors is less than $400 a year. This is because the direct selling industry, of which Amway is a part, is known for having low profit margins and high failure rates. Jeez, I wonder why. Do you think it's because they're legal pyramids protected by the government? Many people who become Amway distributors are attracted to the promise of earning additional income, but they often find that the cost of participating in the business, such as purchasing products to sell and marketing materials, far exceed any revenue that they are able to generate. So I asked... Then how does Amway stay in business? And ChatGPT responds, Amway is able to stay in business by selling a wide range of products to consumers through its network of independent distributors known as Amway business owners. These products include health, beauty, and home care products, as well as a variety of other consumer goods. 
Amway generates revenue by selling these products directly to consumers through its direct sales model. In addition to its retail sales, Amway also generates revenue through its business opportunity, which allows individuals to become independent distributors and sell Amway products. While many Amway distributors do not make a profit from their efforts, the company is able to stay in business due to the significant number of people who continue to participate in the business and sell its products. And then I get sassy. <laughs> Forget that I'm talking to a robot that has no emotion. And I said, but you just said that the distributors don't make any money. So how is Amway making money? Head over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something something and support the show by supporting our sponsors. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to lightweight fabrics and classic styles. I have been taking advantage of the beautiful weather and getting outside for daily walks, and I cannot say enough good things about the Flow Knit High Rise Boyfriend Jogger from Quince. Seriously, running errands, doing school pickups, swinging by the farmer's market, or taking Jaja for a stroll around the lake, these bad boys are versatile. I love the deep pockets, the high waistband, and the internal hidden drawstring. They're quick drying, moisture wicking, antimicrobial, and the four-way stretch makes them so comfortable. They're made with 88% recycled polyester, and the Global Style Standard Certified Yarn dramatically lowers environmental impact by diverting landfill and ocean-bound plastic. Not to mention using recycled claims standard-approved dyeing, washing, and manufacturing processes with low water and eco-friendly dyes. They have become an absolute favorite, and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a cotton modal scoop neck tee and some sneakers, and you've got a perfect effortless outfit. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete Me. Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. They send you regular, personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. I got my report, and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. Delete Me then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet and they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and enter code MLM at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash MLM code MLM.
So then ChatGPT responds, while it is true that the vast majority of Amway distributors do not make a profit, the company itself generates significant revenue through the sale of its products to consumers. Amway is a multi-billion dollar company that operates in more than 100 countries around the world and has a strong presence in the direct selling industry. The company generates revenue by selling a wide range of products directly to consumers through its network of independent distributors, who are also known as IBOs. These distributors purchase Amway products at wholesale prices and then sell them to retail customers, earning a commission on their sale. And while many distributors may not personally make a profit from their efforts, Amway as a company generates significant revenue from the sale of its products to consumers. So they're saying that 99% of Amway business owners don't make any money, but Amway makes all kinds of money. And so I asked ChatGPT, So what you're saying is that the distributors are the true customers in Amway. And ChatGPT says, in a sense, yes, Amway business model relies on the participation of independent distributors who are also known as Amway business owners. This starts to get really repetitive because I don't think ChatGPT really knows a lot about Amway other than very, very basic stuff. So there's a lot of like repetitive stuff here. Um, the distributors purchase Amway products at wholesale, blah, 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 blah. However, it's important to note that while the distributors play a key role in Amway's sales process, the ultimate customers of Amway's products are the end consumers who purchase the products from the distributors. And the distributors are not the primary customers of Amway as they are not purchasing the products for their own use. That's not true, but rather for the purpose of reselling them to customers. And then I said, But most of the product never gets resold and sits in the distributor's homes. So in a sense, if it is never sold to a, quote, true end consumer, then the distributors become the final consumer, making them the reason Amway makes so much and not actual sales to actual consumers who aren't a part of Amway. I know I'm getting really heated with a robot. And the robot responds, it is true that a significant portion of the products that are purchased by Amway distributors may not be resold to retail customers and may ultimately be consumed by the distributors themselves or go unused. Yeah, significant portion. Okay, even the AI knows this is a common challenge in the direct selling industry, as many people who become distributors are attracted by the opportunity to earn additional income, but may find it difficult to sell the products to retail customers. And as a result, they may end up using or consuming the products themselves or not selling them at all. However, it is important to note that Amway does generate significant revenue from the sale of its products to end consumers who are not distributors. That's not true because Amway doesn't distinguish those two things. There's no, mm, okay. Anyway, while the involvement of distributors is an important part of Amway's sales process, the company also sells its products through a variety of other channels, such as online and through retail stores. In addition, Amway has a strong presence in many countries around the world and has a diverse customer base that includes both distributors and non-distributors. And as a result, the company is able to generate significant revenue from the sale of its products to a wide range of customers. So I had to ask. So if this is all true and known, how is Amway still in business? It seems like a scam, no? Does the government protect Amway? I already know the answer. But I wanted to know what kind of bullshit the robot was going to spin. So Amway is a legally operating company that has been in business for more than 60 years. And while the company has faced a number of legal challenges and controversies over the years, it has consistently denied allegations of operating a pyramid scheme or engaging in any 
illegal or unethical business practices. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can say that with a straight face. In the United States, the Federal Trade Commission is responsible for regulating and enforcing consumer protection laws, including those related to pyramid schemes and fraudulent business practices. The FTC has brought a number of cases against Amway and its parent company, AltaCore, over the years, but has not found that the company is operating a pyramid scheme or engaging in any illegal activity. Hmm. I mean, okay, anyway, Amway has settled some of these cases and agreed to pay fines or restructure its business in order to comply with FTC regulations, but it has consistently maintained that it is a legitimate direct selling company. It is worth noting that the direct selling industry, of which Amway is a part, is highly regulated, (laughs) self-regulated, and (laughs) subject to strict consumer protection laws in many countries around the world. And while there are certainly some direct selling companies that may engage in questionable or unethical business practices, it is important to remember that not all direct selling companies are scams. And it is possible to participate in the industry legally and ethically. Did I just get not all mend by the chat GPT about pyramid schemes? I mean, what? So I respond, still seems like a giant pyramid scheme to me. And ChatGPT says, it is understandable that some people may view Amway's business model as a pyramid scheme, as it relies on a network of independent distributors to sell its product and recruit additional distributors. However, Amway has consistently denied allegations that it is a pyramid scheme and has argued that it is a legitimate direct selling company. In a pyramid scheme, okay, well, it's going to tell us right now. So let's, let's listen to this because maybe we're wrong. In a pyramid scheme, money is made by recruiting others into the scheme rather than selling a legitimate product or service, even if it sits in a box in your garage. These schemes inevitably collapse as there are not enough new recruits to sustain the pyramid. In contrast, Amway and other direct selling companies generate revenue through the sale of products to consumers. That's not true. That's not actually happening. You know, I mean, garage qualified is like like a thing, you know. While the involvement of distributors is an important part of Amway's sales process, the company generates the majority of its revenue from the sale of its products to end consumers who are not distributors. I'm going to call bullshit on that. I'm going to call massive bullshit on that. Um, It is worth noting that the direct selling industry is highly regulated, again, self-regulated, and subject to strict consumer protection laws, Mm -mm -mm. blah, 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 blah. It is important to remember that not all direct selling companies are pyramid schemes. So I got not all again. And then I responded because now I'm getting spicier. And I said, denying allegations doesn't mean they aren't happening, just that Amway won't admit it. And if you are innocent of these claims, why not just admit it? Mm-hmm, 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 right? And now the chat GPT and I are, are talking about business ethics and chat GPT responds that it is true that a company denying allegations of wrongdoing does not necessarily mean that the allegations are not true. However, it is also important to recognize that every company has the right to defend itself against allegations and to present its own side of the story. In the case of Amway, the company has consistently denied allegations that it is a pyramid scheme or that it engages in any illegal or unethical business practices. It is worth noting that the direct selling industry, of which Amway is a part, is highly regulated, Um, talks about how the FTC is responsible again. And again, it's a lot of like repeat. It says Amway has settled some of these cases and agreed to pay fines and restructure its business again, again, but that it has consistently maintained that it is a legitimate direct selling company. 
And, and then I wrote, off the record, though, it seems like Amway's a scam, right? <laughs> and then the robot gave me a dose of reality and says, as an AI, I do not have personal opinions or feelings, and I'm not able to express an off the record perspective. <laughs> Oh, man, my primary function is to provide accurate and reliable information to the best of my ability. And I'm trying to help it because it is wrong. It's just wrong. It is supposed to provide accurate and reliable information. And it's just not right now. So it says based on the knowledge and information that I've been programmed with. And with that, you know, this is the beta. I'm trying to help. I am giving more information to the AI so that the AI can be aware and have an opinion, at least on this. If the AI has no other opinions on anything else, that's fine. And I just, I just definitely need the AI to know that MLMs are pyramid schemes. I just need that to be fact on chat GPT. So the chat goes on and says, it is important to take note that Amway is a legally operating company that has been in business for more than 16 years. And while the company has faced a number of legal challenges and controversies over the years, dot, 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 et cetera, et cetera. It continues to go off and repeats everything that it had said again about the FTC and regulations and that it's a legitimate direct selling company. And so I said, I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> and then the chat said, I'm sorry if my previous response was unclear. As an AI, I do not have personal opinions or feelings and I'm not able to express my perspective. And it just repeats basically everything it already said. And uh, I, I ended the conversation because I just... It was just going around and around and around and around. And, um, you know, I feel like in the anti-MLM space, chat GPT has a ways to go. And I, I was I was just genuinely interested in <laughs> what it would tell me if I asked these questions. So um, I'm thinking about doing this chat GPT bonus stuff every so often, maybe TikTok videos or maybe another podcast episode like that. So if you guys are interested, please, please, please like send me some questions or things that I can get into these conversations with this chat AI and um, just uh, have some conversations. Uh, I just thought it was really funny. So I opened up another chat that I wasn't even going to share, but I was just, this was like the first chat after the birthday party chat. And I was just curious. And so I asked the chat GPT to tell me about multi-level marketing. And then it was, I mean, the chat GPT brought up pyramid schemes. I did not. Okay. And so I said, so then what's the difference between an MLM and a pyramid scheme? Because I asked about MLM and it started talking about pyramid schemes, which I mean, makes it seem pretty guilty. And then uh, I asked what the differences were. And the chat said that the main difference between an MLM and a pyramid scheme is that an MLM is legitimate. <laughs> like, Okay. So I asked like, well, then how can MLM be legitimate? And chat GPT said that MLM can be legitimate if it's done correctly and if it involves the sale of real products to real consumers and that the profit from these sales are then shared with distributors who made the sales. And that is a legitimate stream of income for distributors. But also that MLMs can be used to hide pyramid schemes, in which case it is not legitimate. And it is important to do thorough research on an MLM company before getting involved to ensure that it is legitimate and not a pyramid scheme. And some red flags to watch out for include.
let's just put a finger down, okay? If you've ever experienced these things in an MLM, high pressure to recruit new members, finger down. Emphasis on getting more people to join rather than selling products, finger down. Promising high returns with little or no risk, oh my God, finger down. And requiring a significant upfront investment, $9,000 finger down. So I have no more fingers and those are the red flags. So apparently the business that I was in was a pyramid scheme according to ChatGPT, and also I feel like everyone has all four fingers down as well. So I just had to let ChatGPT know that according to the FTC, most people lose money in an MLM. And the ChatGPT responded that it is true that many people do not make a profit in multi-level marketing ventures. And according to the FTC, it is important to be aware of the potential risks. And then it says that one reason that many people don't make profit in MLM is that they are too overly optimistic about their potential earnings, which I think is bullshit. And that MLM companies often present income projections that are based on the success of the top earners rather than on what the average participant can realistically expect to earn, which I agree with. You know, every single IDS I've seen makes it look so magical until you look at those percentages and you're like, oh, 0.003%. Okay, maybe not me. And so I had to uh, <laughs> I had to correct the chat GPT because that's what beta is for. And it said not many, most, over 99%. And that's worse than gambling. It's not optimism. And chat GPT said that it is difficult to determine the exact percentage of MLM participants who do not make a profit as it can vary widely depending on the specific MLM and the individual participant. Okay, we're talking about the average, okay? The average person, the average person loses. And the average person encompasses 99.7%. Like that's a fact. Uh, so it gave me some more bullshit. And then I said, that isn't true. Check out the work of Dr. John Taylor and what he found out about all MLMs and the loss rate of 99.7%. ChatGPT said, according to Dr. John Taylor, a consumer advocate and critic of multi-level marketing companies, the vast majority of MLM participants do not make profit. Dr. John Taylor's research suggests that the failure rate for MLMs is over 99% and that the vast majority of participants lose money. It is important to note that Dr. Taylor's research and conclusions have been disputed by some in the MLM industry and his findings have not been independently verified. Other studies on the profitability of MLM have found less dire results, although it is still the case that many MLM participants do not make a profit. And I'm thinking like maybe that AARP study where it was like, 78% or like some other thing, right? But the majority of everything I've seen is in the 90 and up percent range. And I just, it's just, people need to know that. Like people just need to know that. Um, so I told the chat GPT that the people who dispute him are the ones he's talking about and that that isn't a fair assessment, right? And the chat apologized <laughs> to me. He says, I apologize. I just, I'm assuming the chat is a man. I just, I apologize to men. It's very masculine to me. It's very mansplaining, which is fine. It's a, it's an AI and I feel like an AI should be mansplaining, but I just get that vibe. So I did call the chat a he. So he responds, I apologize if my previous statement gave the impression that the findings of Dr. John Taylor, a critic of MLM, is not credible. It is important to consider the research and argument of all sides when evaluating the profitability of MLM. Dr. Taylor's research suggests that the failure rate is over 99% and that the vast majority of participants will lose money. This research has been disputed by some in the MLM industry who argue that the data and conclusions are not accurate. Well, of course they want to argue that. It makes them look real bad but they haven't given us any proof that those numbers aren't real. They just say, nah, -uh, not all MLMs. 
Nuh-uh, not my company, not us. Uh-uh. And that that's not proof. Like, give me some proof. <sighs> it is important to note that the profitability of MLMs can vary widely depending on the specific company and the individual participant, blah, 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 more repeats. Um, I said, obviously, the DSA is going to say that MLMs are legitimate. They are the ones who reap the benefits of the failing 99. And then ChatGPT goes into talking about the DSA, how it is a trade organization for companies that use direct selling as their primary distribution channel, and that the DSA is a vocal advocate for the MLM industry and has argued that MLMs are legitimate and viable businesses. I mean, come on. Obviously, the guy at the top of the pyramid is going to be convincing everyone else under the pyramid that this is not a pyramid. It's great. I did not even bring up pyramid schemes to the chat GPT. I was like, I will let them bring that up first. And it was within the first question I asked, pyramid scheme showed up. I wonder if I asked chat GPT about Target, if pyramid scheme will show up in the first answer. I wonder if I talk about Walmart or literally any other company, law firms, medical facilities. I guarantee that pyramid scheme will never show up in the chat GPT unless you bring it up because the chat GPT is not going to bring it up unless you're talking about pyramid schemes, right? It's just, it's very interesting that the information that the chat is giving me based on what I'm giving it. it really, I mean, I felt like I was arguing with a hun. And so then I asked the chat GPT, you know, what are the potential risks that it kept talking about? Well, you know, if based on the potential risks. So I was like, well, what are these potential risks? And there are several potential risks to consider before joining a multi-level marketing company. And some of the main risks include, and I don't know, let's, we got five more, all right? Put put your hand up and let's, let's put a finger down. Financial risk. Many people do not make a profit in MLMs and some may even lose money. It is important to carefully evaluate the potential of earning income before getting involved in an MLM. Financial risk, check. Like, mm-hmm, yeah, that happened. Reputational risk. Participating in an MLM can be time-consuming and may require you to promote the company and its products to your friends, family, and social network. And if the MLM is not successful or if the products do not live up to the claims, it could damage your reputation. It's going to damage your reputation regardless because the MLM is a scam. The products are not worth it. And people are going to be like, I cannot believe so-and-so joined a fucking scam right? Three, legal risk. Put that finger down. MLMs have been a subject of regulatory actions and lawsuits in some cases. I was involved. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't involved in the lawsuit. I was a witness against them in the lawsuit, but I still think it counts. It is important to ensure that the MLM you are considering is operating legally and ethically. I mean, I understand that most are operating legally because they have to because of people like us, but I don't think that they're operating ethically and I don't think they ever do unless someone goes, excuse us, we're watching you. And they're like, we're so ethical. <laughs> You're not even going to find anything. So that's that's literally, I mean, you know what I mean? Um, product risk. The products offered by MLMs may not be of high quality and they can be overpriced compared to similar products available from other retailers. And this can make it difficult to sell the products and earn a profit. Yeah. Also, they're not regulated. So what the shit is in these products and then taking them and having adverse reactions, right? I, when I was selling It Works, I was drinking the greens and the shakes and the everything and taking all of the pills. Never before in my entire life did I ever have an issue with my gallbladder. All of a sudden, I'm having gallbladder attacks and I had to have an emergency removal surgery within months. 
I'm not saying it's related. I'm not saying it's not related. All I'm saying is I didn't have an issue and then all of a sudden I did. And the only thing in my life that changed was I was taking this particular MLM product. So again, the product risk, not only that you're overspending for shit products, but that those products may actually physically hurt you. And then number five, the relationship risk. Participating in an MLM can put strain on your personal relationships if you are constantly trying to recruit new members or sell products to your friends and family. 100%. That happened to me too. I have all five fingers down. Every single one of those risks happened to me in some way. And I was successful in an MLM. So... Hmm. It is important to carefully consider these risks before joining an MLM and to thoroughly research the company and its products to ensure that they are legitimate and of good quality. You know, I said again, most lose money, not some. Just really, really. 99% is not some. It's most. It's it's almost all, in fact. It's almost, it's one percentage away from all. So I don't think some, it's not the same. And it's like, it's again, it's that loaded language. It's not that some lose money. It's that most lose money. And the AI says, it is true that some studies have found that a large percentage of multi-level marketing participants do not make a profit. The exact percentage can vary depending on the specific MLM, blah, 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 blah. And uh, just it just kept repeating the same thing over and over again. And so I said, you sound like you work for a pyramid scheme. And then ChatGPT reminded me that he is, in fact, an artificial intelligence language model and that he does not have personal opinions and biases. I'm trying to get the chat GPT to the anti-MLM side. Um, so he just told me that he's an AI and he doesn't have personal opinions. Um, and again, repeats that it's important to carefully evaluate the potential risk, blah, 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 blah. And I just wrote back, okay, hon. And I ended the conversation. So, um, you know, not not the best use of my time today, but I did make content out of it, right? So I feel like it was a win. And, you know, if you have chat GBT, this is just a really, fun, really fun thing. And uh, I, I'm sure we'll be doing more chat GPT stuff uh, in 2023, just because I think it's really funny. And AI is such a prevalent thing. I want to learn more about how we can ethically use AI in our businesses and our personal lives to make things um, a little easier. I'll be doing some more chat GPT stuff. I think it's really interesting. I want to learn more about it and how I can use it for the podcast and my life in an ethical way. Uh, yeah. So anyway, this is really great. Um, it's really fun to make bonus episodes and to do this stuff. Also, I'm going to be, for those who are on Patreon, I am going to be um, doing some more lives. We did a live where I listened, where, where I played a holiday magic record that um, a follower sent me. Thanks, Eden Rose. And uh, we listened to side one. And so we're going to do side two. It's just very interesting, like old school facial massages and exercises to keep keep you looking and I quote the record on the right side of 50 it's that it's that kind of stuff it's great it's so I'll probably make a podcast episode out of it as well but you guys it's uh it's gonna be a really fun year thank you for being here with me it really means a lot I'm so excited that we're we're getting into our third year of the show and um, making so many differences. So for those of you who are waiting on links to sign up to get a recording spot, 
those are coming. I have not done any recording. It's a lot. And so I just decided to take the rest of the year off. That will be coming up. I'm getting emails from you guys saying you want to come on the show and you have stories to tell. I want to tell them. I've got people who are like, oh, the child exploitation. I want to do that. Oh, you're going to be doing ADHD. I want to talk about that. Yes, 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 yes. I just, I can't get back to you fast enough. Uh, This is the fastest way to tell all of you yes at the exact same time. I want to do it. We will get to it. I've got a lot of stuff happening this year. As more things start happening, I'll let you guys know. Um, And if you want even more inside scoop, obviously the Patreon, you can join. Thank you so much for being here last year and being here this year. And if you are new to the show this year, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is so great to have you. You have a lot to catch up on. And I will see you guys next week. Bye. Hey, I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry systemically designed for you to fail. Join us as we dive into the real-life stories of survivors, experts, and advocates to debunk the common myths and fallacies of cults, scams, and multi-level marketing. <laughs>